Columbus Business First reporter, Haley Colombo. This is Crisis Management, a Columbus Business First podcast where we talk with area business leaders about how they're managing through the coronavirus pandemic. Today we're talking with Lieutenant General Michael Ferreter of the National Veterans Memorial and Museum about how he's leading the organization during this time. Thanks for listening. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lieutenant General Ferreter. I really appreciate you, you know, being a part of our Business First podcast. First off, how are you and your family doing? Thanks for asking, Haley. We are doing great. We, uh, we've got a big, a good big family and they're distributed, uh, grown up and dis- distributed a uh, son in Afghanistan, who's an army ranger, a son and a uh, long grandbaby in Hawaii. He's an army ranger son-in-law in California with three grandbabies and my daughter. He's an army ranger. And then my daughter and uh, her wife about to have a baby within the next five days. Oh my gosh. And Margie and I are here in Columbus and uh, very well. And I hope your family is as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you guys are an army family. It's, um, I like to say, Haley, you know, for everyone out there, it's, there's a lot of family business and there's, there's family business in real estate and first responders and lawyers and, and uh, in the medical community and in the arts and media. And, and so you tend to see kids watch mom and dad have friends who are men and women of character and they say, hey, kind of looks okay. And then your generation in particular is very service oriented with, with regard, you know, the business comes, but it's actually what's in everyone's heart. It's kind of special. We can chat about the obvious, crazy, unprecedented situation that's going on. So the National Veterans Memorial and Museum is closed right now for obvious reasons. Um, but you wrote recently that you don't believe the inability to physically visit the building is a limiting factor. Can you talk about what you meant by that and how you guys are continuing on virtually during this time? I really like to say you know, that we are open. We are supporting and connecting, and we are impacting the lives of many. And as, as the state comes back to a lot of openings, even today, our, our, we might confuse people if we say we're open because our doors are closed. And our doors have been closed since March 13th. And we immediately, you know, I, I pulled the team in and said, hey, look, we'll close those doors, but we're not closed. And this is going to be attitude equals altitude. So the way that we approach getting after it is going to be the way that we excel. So we're going to go digital and we're going to go virtual and we're going to go now. And so we did. And, uh, and so you know, we, we've done podcasts and, and webinars on resiliency, on strength, on wellness and restness and foodness, we call it. Uh, we've had uh, those uh, superstars who are in the exhibits actually Josh Mons from Los Angeles or actually from Las Vegas now you know he we did a very good webinar with him and he talked about strength in times of crisis and in times of darkness and, uh, and we had, uh, two outstanding resources one from San Diego Teresa Larson former Marine who trains adaptive athletes and wounded warriors and then Dr. Campbell from Indiana's VA and again we talked about you know how do you set a course and then we did a virtual rally point. Our rally points in the past were about 175 to 100 veterans and their families would come in on the first Saturday of every month. In this case, 
our virtual rally point. We had 7,000 people. Oh my gosh. So, so when I say we're, we're open, parentheses now, virtually and online, but they, this is where we would have gone. Remember now, we're, we're at 18 months of being alive. And so as we build everything out, as this innovative and creative team that I have uh, builds out their business, you know, from events to galas to board meetings to schools, field trips to vets homes, then eventually we needed to go coast to coast. We needed to go north to south. And how would we get there? Not by sending a school bus to San Diego, but by doing programming that allowed. So we did a virtual Vietnam Memorial Day. And, uh, and I hope we get a chance to talk about the upcoming Memorial Day ceremony that we'll do uh, on the 34th, as well as a virtual race that currently has 320 runners from 22 states signed up to run for the person they will always remember who has passed in the line of duty. So we're, we're, we're vibrant. It's tough to call this an opportunity, but it almost was an opportunity to further your mission to attract, you know, attention from, attract engagement from across the country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I've seen it. Uh, I'm very proud of what we've done. And I'm also very proud of my fellow CEOs here in Columbus in particular. In business, you might call this a disruptive innovation. In other words, we sure didn't expect this to happen. And these are the things that often cause a, a giant step forward. And for us, being open for 18 months, knowing that we would eventually create these online programs and partnerships with other museums like the World War II or the Library of Congress, this just allowed me to let loose that creativity of, of my team and say, go now. You know, you've got eight days to put something together. And just like I'm speaking with you, uh, we'll, you'll be leading a panel. And uh, we're not going to cancel. We're just going to deliver the same important content and programming in a somewhat different way. So we did. And, and uh, that's allowed us to really leap into the thousands and thousands of lives touched that otherwise we would have just been getting going this time of year. And what have you learned during this time of trying to lead an organization remotely as well as keeping em employees' morale up? Leadership is, is uh, who you are and management is what you do. And so the, the tools, these meetings, uh, Zooms and Microsoft meetings and whatever else they are, but they're, they're good tools. But leaders have to, have to be engaged and get involved. So right, right from the, from the get-go, really, we closed on Thursday, I think the 14th and on Monday. You know, I put out, hey, here's our 10 points for crisis leadership. I'll give you a couple. But basically, show you care. Your workforce doesn't really care what you know until they know that you care. Create certainty. There was a lot of uncertainty back then. So I said, you're not getting furloughed if we can do this. Our fundraising and donors have been amazingly supportive. You know, we're making more money than I'd like to tell you. You know, it's, it's greatly supported because there's something there. There's a there there. Begin with the end in mind. Basically, I said, where do we want to be and how do we get there? And then we kind of wrote an op order called survive and then thrive. And so there are some things we got to keep the balance sheet and keep the income statement right. We got to keep cash on hand right. So don't, don't be naive about this. Once you get that right, then go forward and make history, is what we say all the time. 
Fantastic. So uh, it's interesting that you said fundraising has not been a challenge during this time because a lot that I feel like that hasn't been the case for for other groups. What do you think is the key to keeping the donors engaged right now? Well, it's a lot of a lot of hard work for you know. The, there's a lot of hard work by my team. You know, our mission is is to tell the story of veterans to honor our service and America to the veterans and veterans of America and to inspire everyone to self-service and, and educate kids. And that sounds good, but if you have if you have a business process, if you have a way to do that, then the, these noble people, these great people uh, who really want to make a difference say, okay, I'll sign up with you. Sure, let's go. And so it, it can't be a cloud and a PowerPoint slide. It's got to be able to be delivered. And then you've got to be compelling and be good at rejecting rejection. Sometimes you're going to not get the yes at the first go round, but, but you re-attack and, and if you're doing most right, it'll fall into place. And you mentioned that you're sharing stories of veterans right now on your website and some of these virtual platforms. What are some of the lessons learned um, or the lessons shared by veterans that you think are relevant during these times? Yeah, it's, it's really great. Josh Montz uh, was wounded in action in, in, uh, in, in Iraq, in, in fact, flatlined and, and they brought him back and he tells the story. But he, well, he, he said he can really see a corollary in, in our tough times that, that many of the veterans have gone through in, uh, in deployments and the like, and um, a corollary to our first responders and the, and the stress and the challenges. So one of the lessons is reach out to someone you know and let them know that uh, there's someone they can talk to, there's someone who can be helped. And veterans can relate to that and veterans can be a part of that. And also, in almost all cases, the theme, Jennifer Laredo Blue lost her husband, she called that a gold star spouse. And she, she was last year's Memorial keynote speaker for us. She's a master resilience trainer, Jennifer Laredo Blue. And so the, the message is, you know, you don't think you're gonna out of nowhere get knocked down. Well, that's what this has also been to so much of America, with 31 million people uh, on the unemployment rolls. And so the, this idea that don't quit, you know, find a way to keep going, find a way to, to uh, take care of those around you, and then be ready to get back into the game and back in. Those, those are some of the biggest lessons learned. And then um, don't suffer in silence is probably the third theme. You know, don't, don't if you're hurting, Call someone and say, "Hey, I, I just need to talk," or go for a walk with someone, or you know, write an email or uh, or text to someone and say, "Not my best day," because some days, in fact, are not better than others. And uh, so, reach out if you need help, and then if you know someone, reach out and just check on them. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a year. So those were the kind of main themes that that we find. You know, we we might have a uh, hundred, two hundred people at the at the live presentation, but by word of mouth marketing and, and the like, it grows to 400, and it grows to 500, and it grows to 1,000, it grows to 6,000, 7,000. So these themes and the fact that they resonate with people cause people to come to our website and cause people to, to get touched and impacted, I think. And how are veterans as a community right now specifically being impacted by COVID-19? Uh, great question. You know, veterans as a community are 
like a community as a community. It's not a monolithic group. They have a common uh, set of experiences, but you know, moms and granddads and brothers and sisters and, and construction workers and lawyers, you know, all walks of life. So they're being impacted. I think uh, like everyone else, I think those who are transitioning are probably the ones that are most strongly impacted. We're bringing in uh, hire our heroes from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, Commerce Colonel uh, Adam Rock, and uh, Major General Paulette Risher from still serving veterans from uh, Big 501C3 from the Southeast. And they're going to talk about preparing for employment and, uh, um, and interviewing and great lessons learned. So I think that's the thing that one of our one of our kind of lines of effort is to help connect businesses to veterans and veterans to business because we can't because the platform's there and people ask us, hey, you know, you want to that part of the country and then we'll, we can reach out and change a life. Memorial Day is obviously coming up. What would you say would be some good ways to honor family members and service members from a safe distance? Memorial Day is, is the day for all those who've died serving the country in a military uniform. Veterans Day in November uh, is for all those who've served. So in, in particular, so any one of you can, can do a 30-second, I will always remember so-and-so, whether it be a grandfather from World War II or whether it be someone from more recent send it to us and we'll post it all day long. We're going to be playing these shout outs if that's an okay part. So uh, there's gold star families. So the chance that, that you are one or two degrees separated, you know someone who knows someone who lost someone, um, it's pretty good. So if you know someone who lost someone, um, and send them a note. Just say, hey, thinking of you on Memorial Day and thinking of Michael, Michael Stormy, my, uh, my dear friend. Uh, so someone who was killed over Iraq. I just think of my, you know, can't believe it's 15 years since uh, we lost him. And, uh, and then um, you may have uh, older brothers, sisters, parents, or grandparents and, uh, who lost someone many years ago. And it'd be nice to, nice to open You can go to a cemetery, national cemetery, put flowers on a grave, just say, uh, hey, you, this is me. Never really got to meet you. It's from my freedom and leave flowers there. And when a loved one shows up and sees flowers, they're going to go, holy smoke. How cool is it that someone puts something in their dad's headstone? And it sounds like you guys also have some programming, like the run and walk coming up for Memorial Day too, right? Yes, we do. Thank you. We are going to do a uh, honor them together theme of I will always uh, remember, if you have a couple days right now, you can register. Uh, it'll be a one mile walk, a 5K run, a 10K run. You can uh, register, you'll get a t-shirt. And on the t-shirt, it'll have the NVMN American flag and on the back it'll have, I'll always remember, and kind of a big white spot where you can take a Sharpie and write Michael Cerrone or Jonathan Grassball or whomever. So get your t-shirt, healthiness is a good thing, wellness is a good thing, get out of the house. Uh, you get to pick the start line and you get to pick the finish line. 
So join, you know, we hope to have a thousand runners. So I'm counting on all of you out there to sign up and then uh, send us a selfie of you at the finish line. And uh, when you go and do that, you know, we'll post that as well. We just want Memorial Day to be full of life and we want it to be full of life of, of all those people who care about someone who served. So that's, uh, that's the run, not too late to still sign up. And then we're also doing a virtual ceremony, which will be awesome. And it will be as if on the 24th, as if we were actually either on the rooftop like we were last year. We'll have uh, National Anthem played, then uh, remarks, color guard come in, remarks by me. And then we have Secretary Wilkie from the Secretary of the VA is actually going to provide remarks. And here's what's cool. When we reached out to them 30 minutes later, they said yes. Oh, nice. So that tells Columbus that, hey, they, they know that, that their National Veterans Memorial Museum is in Columbus, Ohio, and they respect it. And then General Colin Powell is going to speak, and, and then Ryan uh, Mannion from the Travis Mannion Foundation. Her brother was killed in Iraq. He was a Marine officer. And so she'll be our gold star speaker. And, uh, and then absolutely. play. So it will be awesome to see and, and to participate. And then any of those shout outs will go beforehand and after and probably play a CD, a CD that we've been presented by country team. We'll see if we can pull that one together. Uh, great thing about Purple Heart. So it's all in a very good place. Great. And then what does the future hold for the building itself? Are you expecting to physically be able to reopen soon? And what will that look like when that is allowed to happen? Um, we're looking into the future now, right? So we think that we'll follow the, the great leadership of the governor and, and of our mayor, um, who, who with their teams have been on point on this thing. The whole nation is watching us. So we'll follow the, that. We've already done the physical uh, stuff to, to add you know, dozens of hand washing things and, and all that. We'll mark distances next. So we'll let the public tell us what, what the market will bear. Um, we know some people have been called by some senior folks who said, you're going to have a deluge of people that are just sitting around. We won't have others that are going to cautiously go to places where crowds are. So I think it's a matter of building trust and showing the professionalism and the sophistication of knowing how to present ourselves. In time, we'll have galas and parties. We had Marietta Fashion Show on the roof um, this last fall, and we'll do Rolling Thunder next year here, uh, and uh, and then we'll have parties and those kind of things. That'll, that'll come back, and we'll also have groups and tours and reunions and associations. I think it's it's a steady. It's, it's a steady uphill climb all the way to December. Um, and when we open, you know, by 4th of July, by 1st of August, um, I think it's just going to be go with the natural flow of the city and, and the people who come to it and um, meet the needs of, uh, of the customer base. And what else, if anything, do you think um, the, the public should know about how to support you guys during this time or any other, any other thoughts? The best way to support us is to thank those who are serving and those who have served. It, you know, just, it, it doesn't cost a penny to make someone fill out a million dollars. And so that's, you know, that's just the greatest 
to me, kindness cures a lot. Um, and then get involved with us. You know, there are, there are underserved kids that you can help support to us. They may never get to a museum. They may never hear as much about and firsthand see role models who are patriots. So support someone. Join as a member. You know, we are a National Veterans Memorial Museum. And National is a great name, but we don't get any funds from Mr. Secretary VA or from or the Congress or anyone else. So this is Columbus, this is ours and yours. So get so get involved. Volunteer. We have a great group of volunteers and we have great focus groups coming out of things like uh NISource and and Coda and Huntington and JP Morgan Chase. So these veteran resource groups, I said don't name anyone because you'll forget someone, but that's all right. Um, so, so organize a team and then come and come and see us and, and uh, we'll put your work. You see flags all over the lawn that's behind me um, coming up a couple times on our Forces Day and 16th of May and then again during Memorial Weekend and again during Fourth of July. So get involved. Come, come and be a part of something that's going to be... Uh, well, thank you so much, Lieutenant General. I really appreciate it. And um, stay safe and take care. I will. Thank, thank you all. And, and uh, Haley, thanks for uh, giving me a chance to say a few words today. And, and I look forward to everyone participating with us both online and, and through those doors when we say they're open. Thanks a lot.